Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast right here on Georgia Radio. I don't know why it's special. We do it every Wednesday, but uh, nonetheless, welcome to Neighbor to Neighbor. I'm Matt Jolly on GeorgiaRadio.com. Glad to be here with you. We have a special guest today, uh, a person who is no stranger to uh, music history and uh, no stranger to Georgia as well. I'm talking about Jessica Walden from Macon, Georgia. Jessica, thanks for being here. Hey, Matt. Thanks for having me. That Walden name, I've heard it somewhere, um, <laughs> you know, with music. and <laughs> Tell everybody about yourself because you, you really grew up in it. I mean, that's just the the best part about your story, I think. Oh, well, you know, I, I was um, born to uh, a family whose name is synonymous with Southern music. And I'm so proud of um, our family when it goes back to rhythm and blues and how that really changed the landscape of American music. Um, my uncle, Phil Walden, was a student at Mercer University when he single-handedly changed our family's trajectory from clothing salespeople and newspaper throwers to music people um, when he began booking bands for his uh, college fraternity. And that ultimately led him to Otis Redding. And um, the legend that is Otis Redding uh, became a huge part of my family history in the sense that Phil and Otis began to work together. And um, they would eventually open a company called Redwall Music Company, standing for Redding and Walden. And along the way, my father was brought into the business, Alan, who's still with us today. And even my grandfather, whose life was completely, his viewpoints were completely changed when his sons were in the black entertainer business. And um, from there, you know, it's a, it's a pretty wild ride. I don't think there's a movie who has as many twists and turns as my family did uh, with the music business. And um, eventually we would lose Otis Redding to a plane crash in, in 1967. But in true... Um, in true, you know, movie tale story, um, my uncle would find himself with Dwayne Allman. And um, next thing you know, Macon's importing the Allman Brothers band. And then if that wasn't to be um, another part of it, um, then my father would uh, begin managing bands on his own and he would find Leonard Skinner. And somewhere in this timeline, I came into the picture. <laughs> you know what I love about the Walden story and the Redding story is that it makes me feel like I've been sitting still. You know, it's like when you walk up and you see a mountain, you stand there mm. at the mountain range and you go, man, that is a huge, huge mountain. And when you, <laughs> when you see the Otis Redding story and the, the Walden story, you stand there at the edge of that mountain, you go, that is a huge mountain. And my Gosh. God, he did it all before the age of 26. Yes. I mean, that's Gosh. when you were, when you think about it, and you think about you think about the the landscape and the just the magnitude of of the talent that was in Macon, Georgia back then, and still is. Absolutely, it's just it is that mountain that you're standing there in front of. Oh, I love I love this visual. I feel like you tapped into something that I haven't been able to find the words for. They took it to the top of that mountaintop, and 
from there, all things are possible. I mean, what they did together essentially integrated mainstream music um, in so many ways. And this June was the anniversary of Otis's performance at Monterey Pop Festival, which was just looking back on that now. I mean, how crazy was that? That decision was unheard of. I mean, to put a soul artist at a hippie festival, <laughs> right. that's where, you know, the right. braiding of music started to really take place. And I mean, all this came out of Macon, Georgia, from Macon to Monterey, changing the face of music as we know it. Um, and it wasn't just Otis. I mean, they were able to build a company here that represented Percy Sledge, Sam and Dave, Etta James, Johnny Taylor, Joe Tex, Arthur Conley. I mean, the list just goes on and on and on. And um, I mean, they did it against all odds, against a deeply segregated South. And, you know, Otis would never live long enough to see so much of what he was able to accomplish. And everything from recording Dock of the Bay to just being able to sit at a lunch counter with his business partners and have lunch. You know, you go to Nashville, you go to Muscle Shoals, you go to all these hotbeds for music. And then by chance, you're passing through town on your way to Atlanta or on your way to somewhere else and you pull in and there's this guy in there that talks funny. Uh, you meet him, his name's Newt Collier. <laughs> and you start talking to him and he tells you that he was introduced to music when Ray Charles was at his music teacher's house and he picked up his trumpet <laughs> and then he wound up playing on the Ed Sullivan show and, and all this music history. And Oh, by the way, yeah, Jimi Hendrix learned to play guitar just down the road from here when he was 13 and you, you leave just sort of shell shocked and you think I got to come back. I, I have to come back to Macon, Georgia because I had no idea, no idea that this was here. And to me, it's the greatest, I mean, it's the greatest, you know, mystery of all time, in my opinion, how that's not known. And by really, I mean, really no, they have the Music Hall of Fame here and, you know, that that's what it is. And it is what it is, what happened. But 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 then nobody knows it. And, and you are literally shouting. And the reason I use that reference, <laughs> you are shouting from the mountaintops every day. You have a book, you have a tour company. And it's not just like it's led by somebody. I mean, it's oftentimes it's you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, that is the most common thing we hear from people who take our tour is at the end of the tour, they are like, oh, my gosh, I just had no idea. I just had no idea. It's single-handedly the biggest compliment. And, and it's the biggest compliment. I mean, it means we did our job. But that's why Rock Candy Tours is here, because for us, for my husband, Jamie, and I, it was our way to kind of share the gospel of making music. Um, and it is everybody from Otis and Little Richard and James Brown and the Allman Brothers, the big ones, to these unsung heroes like Robert Scott, that band leader who changed Newton Collier's life. Right. Um or um, just Lucille Hegeman, one of these early jazz artists out of Macon who ended up going to Chicago and had an incredible career. And so much of um, our landscape is still there. We still have many of these landmarks, um, some well-known, some not so known. But, you know, my favorite thing to do is walk people from the newly revitalized Capricorn Recording Studio on Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard up um, towards the Douglas Theater. 
And along the way, you're going to pass the TikTok, which is where little Richard got his start. And you're going to go to the Douglas, which is where all of making music (laughs) really started. And this was once known as the Black Broadway of the South. And it truly is our music row, um, so to speak, and just so much history in this, this incredible timeline. And, you know, it's it's good to know where your music comes from. Like, I, I get scared every now and then when I'm giving a tour to young people and I ask them if they know who James Brown is, and they may not. And, or, or Otis, or um, Little Richard. But then I'll start talking about, well, hey, you know, you know that Jay-Z and Kanye song, right? Yeah, they know that. That's where your music's coming from. That song's called Otis. It's after this guy. <laughs> you know, it is. It's about like really being able to weave that history into how it continues to transform music in the present. And um, you know, I'm I'm also convinced that it's not just about our history. Macon's story is so incredible and reinvented itself so many times that it's just it's not done yet. I'm a believer in Macon, Georgia, and, and making music. You said you mentioned James Brown. Uh, Newt, who has been on my other show on History Worth Saving, and uh, just as I've known him for years, went back when I was a news anchor in Macon, and I was uh-huh. standing across the street at Fox, you know, and I was working with <laughs> back then Will Robinson, you know, yep. and, and those guys, we, every, Ray, days. and everybody was, you know, Moonshine <laughs> still, they were working there. Mark Nash was there, and, you know, and, and yep. I remember, I remember looking across the street thinking, God, I wish they would do something. Right. I right. wish they would just do something with that building over there. There's so much history. But I remember Newt was talking about somebody one day, and the, the, the subject of James Brown came up, and he goes, Well, yeah, but, you know, he, he's, his office was right there next to the Grand, and, and then they, you know, then he moved, and I guess there's a door. You probably know about the door that he left all the phone numbers on that's somewhere over on the other. It's at the funeral home. Yeah. Yeah. It's at the funeral home. Um, James Brown has, I mean, really like Augusta claims him, And, uh, but you know, the fact is he wasn't really wanted where he was from. Um, he came to Macon after serving in a hard labor camp in Tacoa, Georgia is a, you know, troubled youth and had a really tough time came to Macon seeking redemption because for him, if somebody as weird and wonderful as little Richard could make it out of Macon, Georgia, maybe he had a chance too. And it's one of my favorite stories to tell um, just how he ended up meeting little Richard in Macon and little Richard didn't offer him much, but a cocktail napkin with three words written on it. And those three words were please, please, please. Mm. And from there, Mr. Brown took that napkin to um, the professional building on Mulberry, which is um, the was the home to WIBB Radio. Right. And there, live in the studio, he recorded his first big hit, Please, Please, Please. And, I mean, you know, only in Macon can something like that happen. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I met Newt as a taxi driver. You know what I was... What right, I, yeah, you, Newt you, drove taxi? Yeah, yeah, that's how I met him. He'd drive me to some events from the TV station and whatnot. But, oh, you know, just well, you never know. I you mean. never know. And, and we have been so blessed on tours before. Um, my last time this happened, we pulled up to the Douglas Theater in a tour bus um, full of people not from here. And um, I opened the door and I was like, this is Mr. Newt Collier. And Newt got on the bus with us and told history. And I'm like, only in Macon can I pull an actual relic, like a living relic onto the bus as part of the tour. Well, you just never know. I mean, I think everybody played with Percy Sledge. Uh, Yeah. You know, John Baker, the jeweler in town, 
Yes. Like Percy yes. I mean, so many people were touched by making music. And I, I, I don't think you can fully appreciate it until you understand what the Walden family and the Redding family not only did, but are doing. And that's Aww. the best part about, well, no, and I'm serious about this. I mean, the, the Redding Foundation and everything that you're doing, yes, it's still going. And, and none of that would be happening if it, if it really weren't for these two families. And I, I just think it's remarkable uh, what you're able to do. Tell folks how they can find Rock Candy Tours. If they want to come sure. down and, and have a tour, how can that happen? Well, best thing to do, if you go to rockcandytours.com, you can see our reservation scheduler, book a tour that way. I invite anybody to follow us on Facebook because Jamie is the historian of the bunch and he puts out great content every day, like this day in making music history. Um, we usually have tours every Friday night. Um, as long as there's reservations, we are meeting outside of Grant's Lounge at seven o'clock and that's one of our most popular walking tours. Um, this Friday, we're actually doing a music tour at seven and then we've actually gotten into ghost tours. So we're going to be doing our haunted history tour at eight o'clock. Um, that starts from just tap. So, um, we're out there, we're, we're available. Um, a lot of people like to book private tours with us so we can kind of customize it to your schedule and to your interests. And then, you know, people bring these buses into town, we'll step right on and, and we'll give them a tour that'll blow their mind. Um, it has been so much fun. This is truly a love letter to our community from us, but we've been able to just really um, help continue to tell the story. And since we've been doing this for over 10 years now, since the Georgia Music Hall of Fame closed, we launched the day after. And since then, we've been able to see so much progress made in saving these landmarks and um, just a new energy in downtown like you've never seen before. So I'm um, I'm excited for the next group of legends we're going to be talking about. I love that. And you did you have a book out, don't you? If I remember right, my father has a book out, and it is awesome. I have learned so much from this book. It's called Southern Man by Alan Walden. You can find it on all your your Amazons and Barnes and Noble retailers. Um, he really tells a first person account of living through those early years in soul and then transitioning to Southern rock with Leonard Skinner. And it, it's, uh, if, if you've ever met my dad, he's an incredible storyteller. I, I, that's, I get it honest from him. And, and he, uh, he really was, this captures some of his best stories. And even then I was like, I just cannot believe you lived through some of this. So that's out. And occasionally he'll do a book signing and, and we help promote book, the book where it can. And then the other thing that's coming out that I did work on is I was the guest editor um, for the the newest issue of Making Magazine is about to hit stands, and it's our first ever commemorative music issue. So this issue is nothing but making music in it, cover to cover. Um, and That's what I was thinking every- about. I knew about your dad's yes, book, and then I was thinking, yeah. oh, there's a book, there's something. So, well, this yeah, is yeah. like a book. In fact, you know, <laughs> I said, I go, this is going to be like a phone um, book. Um, right. But, you know, and you get you get nervous naming names in it, but I'm hoping this becomes an annual thing that we can continue to, to add, but it's got everything from the past with like somebody like a Robert Scott, the famous band leader to the present, like some of our groups out today, like collective space who are just doing great things and keeping that energy and vibe going and making. So that should hit the stands any minute now. And and you can find that wherever make a magazine is sold. I love it. You know, I was, I was watching our country I uh, just go through so much several years back. And I had a friend of mine that called me up and she doesn't live in the South. And she said, you know, I don't know how you live down there. 
<laughs> and it's just with, with everything going on, you know, Minneapolis was on fire and yeah. all of these riots were going on. And I said, well, you know, the music, yeah. <laughs> the music is this great uniter and people don't realize the history in, in Georgia. You know, we play a lot of country music on this station, but, but that gets its roots from the banjo, which was brought over from Africa. And it was this, Absolutely. this amalgamation of two worlds, the poor white farmer and, and the enslaved person who was, you know, then at the time in the twenties, when the first recording happened up in Atlanta, you know, all of that was sort of amalgamating that, Whatever it is that joining in music and and your dad and guys like Newt and James Brown and the Redding fan, all of that came together uh, in this just, I don't know. I mean, it was literally like a volcanic <laughs> event that made a mountain right there in Macon, Georgia. And, right. Okay. You know, yeah. the Oak Mulgies told us where to put it, right? They built the first one and, <laughs> and the rest just kept coming. I, I love the story and I love what you're doing at Rock Candy Tours. You can find it at oh, Rock Candy so Tours. Much. Dot com. But Jessica, thanks for coming on. I sure do appreciate it. And and thanks for thanks for helping spread the word about making music. I, we've we've still got a lot of good songs left out in us and, and that's what comes out of these intersections of hard times. So Yeah, I love that. Where the where the greatest pain is the greatest music and art. It, yes, it seems, so. there we go. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for coming on. And I, I look forward to to seeing you on a tour. I want to come take a tour, bring Absolutely. some friends. You can take a tour with us anytime. Thanks again, Jessica. Jessica thanks, Walden, Mark. everybody. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Thanks again, everybody. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. Fastest break in radio. Matt Jolly hanging out here with it. I'll tell you what, uh, if you if you missed the first part of that interview, uh, we will have it available via podcast here in just a few minutes. I wanted to check in uh, with Brother Wade Peebles from last night. I don't, I, we might have his voicemail. We might have him. Let's just see. Wade, is this you or your voicemail? I'm not sure. I have to look and see. Yeah. Well, that that's, that's a good sign so me. far. I think it's me. Is your truck up and running? Because yesterday the log truck was down. <laughs> Yes, we've got certain things fixed, but still not the air conditioner. Still not the AC. No, it's going two, two weeks in the heat of summer. <laughs> the a worst old fat man driving a log truck with no air conditioner. The worst heat. The worst yeah. heat of summer. This this has yeah. been it's been like the sun out there. You know. Yeah. Is it raining where you're at today? It's raining up here. It's just off and it, on. I was just talking to Judy. It was raining at home. And it's looking like I'm going to run into some rain, but not yet. But it, yeah. uh, we got a good rain in places yesterday, and hopefully some today in other places. Yeah. Well, Georgia's favorite log truck driver, Wade Peebles, uh, the creator of Georgia Folk and Farm Life and so many other great groups and writers. Uh, it's always great to hear your voice. I, I wanted to check in because somebody wrote me last night, and they said, please check in on Conway tomorrow morning so we all know how he is. Uh, Conway's yeah. your dog. Uh and we we joke about it being the most famous Chihuahua in all of Georgia, but he's your little dog. And how's he doing? He had surgery yesterday. The baby, as we call him, the baby is doing fine. He's uh, he's he was able to eat this morning. Couldn't have any food last night. So show you what a good daddy I am. And I, I, they said he couldn't have any food yesterday. So I ate before I got home, so I wouldn't eat in front of him and make him hungry. You know. Yeah. So so I did. I ate before I got home, and then. Uh, he ate a lot of chicken this morning, and he and he drinking water, and he running around chasing balls and 
there's a pun there. I'm not going to do it, but uh, anyway. I started to say, Wade, don't, don't <laughs> family show. But that, I mean, I, I'm glad I'm glad that people are asking. He's fine. Uh, Wade actually fine. took him to a vet. Uh, it wasn't the country doctor. That, but, uh, yeah, yeah. 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 This is a good thing. Con- All right. Conway is the sweetest little dog, and we have to take good care of him. He's much loved, and, and uh, I love him. He's a, he's, a, he's a special little dog. Here he is. Well, a lot of people were uh, were writing in about him, and I'm glad that, that we were able to spread the news that he's fine. He'll be at the next gathering, uh, That's right. not wearing overalls. You tried to w- dress him up in a pair of overalls and a hat, and he wasn't no. having any of that. No, he was not. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, like I'm, I said, it was like trying to put uh, a bra on a brassiere on a tomcat. It didn't happen. Him it didn't happen. I wanted to have you on uh, just quickly this morning to check on Conway, but also we, we were talking about the writings last night, and you mentioned uh, working on a book. And I know that you've been working on a book, a, a kid's book for Conway, but also a uh, just a, a book about your writings. And I, I'll tell you what, I want to stay on you this year because I met uh, someone through a call late last night that I had scheduled that I think can help. And I think it's time to do a Georgia Folk and Farm Life book. I really do. Uh, That'd be great. I think it, there's so many... Great writers, you leading the pack on that, uh, on that wonderful group, and I think about uh, you know, guys like Billy and Greg Three, just so many people that love oh, to yeah. write uh, that are on there that do that just do great work, and uh, it'd be fun to publish something like that. So we'll see. We need to come up with one. But uh, you've got you've and got enough stories book, too. We got um, some storylines in the in the pipeline. I got uh, the young man is going to do the artwork, and um, you know we're. we're hashing out some some plots and some storylines and hope that will come together into Conway. I'd like to do a merchandise, have Conway merchandise and maybe, you know, hit the big <laughs> Why not? Conway and retire. <laughs> there you go. Stop driving that, yes. that yes. un-air-conditioned log truck. You know, my goodness. That's right. Well, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's all right today for you. And look, if you get thirsty, you can just roll the window down and drink the air. It's so thick yes, today. Yes, uh, I'm, I'm about to run into some of that. Uh, I just filed ahead of me there and it, Looking promising. Well, I hope I hope it goes well. You really did. You had you had one of those days the other day that uh, folks talk about for a long time. So yeah, I have those on a regular basis lately. You know, those ep- <laughs> those epic, epic days. days yeah. Have ep- yeah, I have epic days are are coming episodic. Well, there you go. But I appreciate you being here, Wade, and thanks for all you do My for pleasure. Georgia Radio. All right. Thank you. I'll cut you loose. I know you're in a safe place. You can get back on the road now. I don't want. I don't want to keep you, because time is money out there, right? What they tell me. (laughs) Thanks, Wade. Talk to you real soon. (laughs) America's uh, favorite log truck driver, there, Wade Peebles, in a safe place. He was not on the road. It might have sounded like it, but but trust me, he was not. Has pulled over safely to talk to us. Listen, I, I can't thank Jessica Walden enough and Brother Wade enough for coming on and, and for you uh, for being here. So you heard the news. Conway is fine. He has survived his surgery. So uh, no need to worry about him anymore. But I do appreciate y'all writing in and checking. It's always good to follow up on a on a sick friend. And uh, Conway is, is on the mend. If you've not already scheduled your tour, uh, just while listening to this show, rockcandytours.com rockcandytours.com Go there and uh, book a ticket uh, to one of the tours. You'll be glad you did. I'm telling you, making music history, it's just phenomenal. 
you can't believe just how in ingrained music is into the culture of Macon, but, but more importantly, how far it spread into the landscape of American music and beyond. I mean, just remarkable. We have a lot of you that listen over uh, in London, uh, in the UK, and we appreciate you uh, listening to us. Uh, one of you wrote in and you said, hey, there's an artist uh, from over here that's recording right now at Capricorn. You ought to go interview her. It's remarkable the the outreach that uh, Macon Music has, even to this day. So some great stuff. So, yeah, go check out Jessica Walden's rockcandytours.com and book a ticket uh, on one of their tours today. You'll be glad you did. Check out uh, her dad's book and uh, the big Macon Magazine edition on Macon Music. Great stuff. Got more great music coming up here in just a few minutes. I'll be with you all the way till 2. Thanks for being here. Georgia Radio. Good company and great country. Yeah.